This is Cubs Radio. Cubs Radio. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is April 17th uh, here on the Knock 'em Dead Comedy Radio Show, coming at you live on GovsRadio.com from the legendary Governor's Comedy Club in Levittown. Hope everybody's well. Hope everybody's happy and healthy and safe and sane and all those good things. But it's a Friday. Woo! We it worked. Everyone worked so hard commuting back and forth to the city yeah, and um, off to work. And now it's Friday. We can relax. Woo! The weekend is here. We should we've been celebrate. Looking forward to all this time to do stuff. To relax and stay <laughs> home with our families. Hello, Rich Rada. Hello, Felix. Hello, Anne. Anne Brigada. I wasn't saying Anne, my mother, because my, my mother's watching too. Hi, Mom. Felix is there. Another chapter closed this week in this bunker for kind... What? For Nakam... Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we mentioned uh, my... Go ahead. Oh, were you going to say something? No, I was just oh. uh, happy your mommy's watching. <clears throat> hello, Andrew Pajanos. Hello, Jeff Bosey. Hello, Lou Pratt. Yeah, my mother's watching. Uh, thank you, everybody, who watched yesterday's Quarantine Life. Uh yeah, talk about it. Our quarantine life uh, was, um, you know, everybody's shown, you know, on the on the show what they what they're doing during this weird time. 
people are hanging out at home with their kids and people are taking their dogs for walks and people are singing in their houses. Um, but also a part of this quarantine life is the social distancing and these drive-by parades that people are doing. It started out, at least as far as I know, it started out with teachers driving through the neighborhoods that, they're, that they teach in so they can see their students and wave to them and just tell them they miss them and say hi and hope they're doing well. And it was, you know, the, the kids felt good to see their teachers and say hi. Um, but then it kind of went, it, it went beyond that. Now, you know, people are celebrating birthdays and celebrating occasions by just, you know, driving through and honking their horns and waving to the person. So that was, that's a part of everybody's quarantine life now. So that was what we did yesterday for quarantine life. Uh, I had the <clears throat> uh, pleasure of being able to schedule, schedule all the hosts here at Gov's Radio for, you know, what day they were going to host quarantine life. So I purposely set myself up for yesterday because yesterday was my mother's 75th birthday so i set up one of those big parades and you know that was our quarantine life so i you know put the phone up and i just watched the whole thing so thanks for dealing with my shaky you know camera as i was waving everybody talking to my mother and watching the whole thing uh, hey you we, put me on your birthday no pressure <laughs> i just realized i'm on your birthday you just realized that <laughs> no i realized i was on your birthday but i didn't realize like wow Wow, a lot of pressure now. <laughs> well, no, I, no pressure. They're just going to see you nude. Because <laughs> your birthday wish is for <clears throat> me to be nude all day long? <laughs> isn't that, yeah, isn't that everybody's yeah. birthday wish for their significant other? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, so we had the parade yesterday for my mother. She was surprised. Um, and, of course, uh, um I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, she was surprised. And, of course, when I first, you know, went to the house and said, come on down, you know, you got to come outside, her response was, I'll be right there. i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> All women do that. Right. So we had to wait a few minutes. But, no, it, actually, she was very quick. Um, and it was great because we had – she lives right across the street from uh, an office building. They have a big parking lot. So I told everybody, just come in, park in the, this parking lot. We'll come right out. And a few people are like, you got to gather right outside the house? And I was like, don't worry. She's not. I just knew she would never look out the window. And I really thought that she would. <laughs> I was like, she's just going to be like, what's all the hoopla out there about? I knew as long as things were quiet. Hi, Will Sharon. Hey, Will Sharon yeah, and Danielle Asher. quiet. And Jessica Sorrell. What's we're, that? We're loud. Well, that's the thing. I knew as long as we were somewhat quiet, even if she looked out the window, she would just see people in the parking lot and just figure, okay, they got something going on over there. Yeah, but there's... But it was, but it was when people were... People started coming in, and it was a very good turnout. So thank you to everybody. But which I'll get back to that. But so people were coming into the parking lot. There's only one in, one way in and one way out of this parking lot. Yeah, because it's so, a one way street, also. <clears throat> yeah, that too. So people were coming in, and then other people were coming in. They're starting to block doors, and so now they're honking the horn at each other to keep moving into this parking lot. So I'm like, stop honking the horn. That's going to make her look out the it's window. It's also the voices too, because we we <clears throat> it's everyone we love. So I heard a few times. Uh, People yelling across the parking lot, I want to hug you because I love and miss you so much. <laughs> and it was like, I was probably one of them. But uh, <laughs> but I was waiting for her to like hear voices. Hello, Gina and Jimmy Coffin. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, but either way, it worked out. She never, I, whether she looked out the window or not, I have no idea. But she didn't pick up on anything that was going on. So, I, uh, yeah, so I told her to come out. And, uh, yeah, she was, she was shocked. She had no idea. Uh, totally surprised. And she loved it. She she actually reacted better to it than I thought she would. You didn't think she Not, would like it? I didn't expect a negative reaction, but just the excitement of it I was uh, surprised me. 
I, yeah. I, yeah. Well, it's so sad when, you, especially when you have like a like a big birthday, like a <clears> fifty <throat> or seventy five or twenty one. You know, like like those are the people that I feel really like. I'm gonna be like, you know, my my birthday's coming up soon, but it's like just you know fifty three or four or fifty four. Fifty four. Yeah. Like who cares? You were born in nineteen sixty six. Yeah. Okay. Like who cares about it? But like you know, the milestones ones, I feel bad. Uh, well, she ce- she celebrated the way she normally does, uh, drinking. <laughs> so. Okay, for everyone to know, Tony's mommy is not a drinker. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, like, I, I feel like I have to like let out that, <laughs> no, he didn't get his leg chewed off by a shark. I have to tell you people. It's like that. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen my mother drunk once. In, in, in I can't fi- even imagine you seeing her drunk once. Once. Like, uh, I, it, I've seen her have a glass of wine like three times in, for, in years, and I've been like, the pusher of it. I've it, been her, her drug dealer. It was hilarious, actually. She she went out, I, and I remember this vividly. I was, I think, nine or ten, and she knows this story. We joke about it a lot, actually. And we lived with her mother, my grandmother. We lived with we lived with her um, for my first twelve years. <clears throat> so, and my and my grandmother was very old school Catholic, and you know, rosary beads, rosary seventeen beads, times a day. The, the the statue of the Virgin Mary in front of the house. I mean, old school. So she, you know, everything was the devil. Like, um, what's her name in the water boy? It's the devil. <laughs> Fo- foosball is the devil. Like, everything was the devil, by my, according to my grandmother. So my mother went out for a Christmas party at her job. And she, Jesus, that's good, right? <clears throat> Jesus drank. She was that's there, how I see it. She was there celebrating <clears throat> Jesus. Um, but yeah, she, so she came home and you could see, and I remember, like I said, I was eight or nine at the very most. So I, I wasn't really, I don't know about most nine year olds or you guys, but when I was eight or nine, I didn't really understand what drunk was. Well, you're not Irish. Exactly. <laughs> right. We're, yeah. We're Italian. We know spaghetti. Um, so she came home and I could see she was a little different. Like she seemed a little off, but I didn't really think much of it, but it wasn't until my grandmother was trying to talk to her, and my mother was at the kitchen sink, and she poured herself a glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> and my grandmother's talking to her, and you can see my mother, like, you could tell she wasn't really paying Wanting attention. To talk. Yeah. yeah. So my grandmother looks at her and says, are you listening to me? And my mother turns to her, but because she was drunk, she couldn't coordinate <laughs> dr- pu- putting the water in her mouth while turning her head. Yeah. Like, instead of going like this, yeah. she went, <laughs> like, right out of airplane, I have a drinking problem. You know? <laughs> Same thing. And then that was it. I, I remember <laughs> laughing. like, and, and as she's doing it, she went, she went like this. Huh? <laughs> oh, poor Anne. I, was, I remember like, holy crap, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And this, she probably had one glass of wine or two. Yeah, probably, probably two. Yeah. yeah. But my grandmother flipped out, you're drunk, and screaming at my mother for like an hour. And my mother just took the glass of water and she just, she didn't react. She was just. And she walked to the stairs, and she just went up to her bedroom. She, while my grandmother was following her, yelling at her, "You, you have the <laughs> devil in you." Yeah, pretty much. Um, that is the only time I've ever seen my mother drunk. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, it still makes me laugh. But uh, so yeah, so it was a great turnout. Uh, I'd like to thank um, my friends, uh, like you guys. What? Oh, is that just? I don't know. I'm gonna look. Bear with us a second. We're. Oh, oh. no, it's going. Okay, did, did you guys. Uh... Yeah, did it freeze on your end? Uh, on my iPad here, it looks like it Ooh, froze. Oh, my sister Lori's watching. Hey, Lori. I was thinking about you last night, Lori. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, thank you guys. Thanks. Uh, uh, sp- yeah, speaking of birthdays, Lori just had a birthday a week or two ago. Yeah, right? she's, Happy she's birthday. 92. Wow. Yeah. 
I have older sisters. <clears throat> uh, so thank and thank you to you guys because you showed up in your own car. Your yeah. son Sam Sam showed up in his car, and then Cindy showed up in her own car to make the parade bigger. Yeah. Joe Murphy posters. Joe Murphy showed up in his car. His daughter showed up in her car. His son took his own car, and then. His wife and third daughter, uh, second daughter, um, they took a car. So there was four cars. So that extended. Kevin um, couldn't go. He had he had <coughs> online classes. I was like, can't you just like watch it like later on? He's like, no, they <coughs> take attendance. I have a class, two classes in that hour. So I felt bad for him. But I, but instead of just feeling bad for him, I made him make posters. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, Andrew Pujanos. Yes, Mary on the half shell. That's exactly what we had in the front yard. Um, <coughs> What's uh, Mary on the half shell? It's it's the statue of Mary, but. You know, like I've um, seen the statues. Yeah, but you know, Mary. like the band shell. It, there's like this little oval thing behind her. Yeah, I thought it was like some nun hat. It no, no, not that she's wearing. Yeah. Like like, like Jones Beach, they have the band shell. Yeah. You know, you know what a uh, band right, shell right, has right, that right. oval look. Yep. You got Mary, and she had like this old this oval thing over her, like a shell. Okay. And then, but it's open, obviously, in the front, so you can see her, like like Mork's like Mork's egg that that he flew in when it opened up. <laughs> Um, I'd like to thank Professor Fedora. Professor Fedora showed up for the parade, and he, (laughs) it was so funny, he yelled out, you know, don't forget, and we'll always have the summer summer of 69, (laughs) which I was born in April 1970, so yeah, so Dr. Fedora is my father. He's your daddy. That's cool. Um, Never froze here. Okay, cool, thanks. Oh, good. Uh, Dr. Ken Pichel is watching, Joe DeJesus watching, Joe, we're going to get to you in a second. Oh, it did freeze, according to Will Sharon. It froze for like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, that's same by, same by us. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Sorry, guys. Hi, Joe Staz. Um, yeah, so I wanted to thank Dr. Fedora. I wanted to thank my uh, some cousins of mine showed up. Michelle. Yeah, people drew Kathy, from far Patty, away. Kathy, Patty. Linda Bart showed up. Yeah, we had people show up. Linda Bart came out from Mastic, which is about, almost, about an hour away. My cousin Patty showed up from Brookhaven, also about an hour away. My cousin Kathy showed up from Islip. Probably twenty to thirty minutes away. Linda Bart came with like a like she's <clears throat> one of the actresses that work for Tony, and she came with like this like big, you know, hat and like all this stuff, glitter and, like, and stuff. And she yeah. brought her husband, and her husband like he had this look on his face like she told me we we're going out for ice cream, <laughs> 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 like right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> Jeff Bosey apologizes for not making it. That's okay, Jeff. We oh, missed you. It's okay, Jeff. Uh, Scott Baker was there. Uh, Scott Baker, uh, I yeah, I really want to thank. Um, he lives far away. He lives in Comac, which is yeah, probably about a half hour, forty five minutes away. He lived. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't give his he's, address. He's not going to care. It's a big town. You'll never find him. Um, but I, I yeah, I like to thank him because he's he's kind of like a new friend, kind of. I've known who he is for for years. I've seen his act. He's hilarious. Well, we've been here for like a year and a half, and so like all no, of we've our been friends here two are. Years. It's been are, over two years. Yeah, like kind of like all of our <laughs> friends are kind of new, but like you know that we're just going to be better. Like some people, you just know like wow, I'm going to be friends with them, and it's going to be better every year. And Scott Baker's one of them. So and yeah, and and we never met his fiance before or his daughter, so that was really cool and nice of him to show up. Uh, of course, my brother was there and his fiance. Um, who am I missing? Uh, a friend of my brother showed up. Some friends of my brother showed up. Patty Maroney, Jane, Janice, and her husband, Joe. Uh, but now, I'm reading Joe Staz. Hey, Tony, I showed up to the parade. Also, I was live on video. Now, Joe, I, you live in Florida. So, are you up here? Because I, I asked, because there was one car that went by where I don't know who the person was. Yeah. 
So uh, they've been talking about like, who is that car? Like I was like, oh, I think it's someone who just got stuck in the one way traffic and beeped to and waved. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So that was that. We had a great time. Thank you to everybody who showed up. If I didn't mention anybody who showed up, my apologies. Uh, the the Sharadas, our friend Chris Sharada, uh, our friends, the Brackers, Isaac and Joanne and Justin. Uh, the uh, Chris and Christy Sharada with their son, son Chris, and their daughter Sarah, they showed up, uh, and I think that's everybody. Again, if I, I left, I didn't even know the kids were in the back of the car. I just saw Chris and Chris. They no, were in the back of the car. Their oh, kids I were in the bad. back of the car. Even, like, yeah. where it's so weird. Like you want to just love people, and you just have to like respect <clears> them and like stay away. So I've just been like waving from afar. Well, that's the thing too with these parades. You can't even really stop and talk because you're holding up a, a line of cars. So even that, you can't even stop and talk like you would at a party. You got to just all right, thanks, and keep going. You know, yeah. which is probably the way my mother prefers it. That is so not true. Well, she's the, the she, way she stays you in. portray she's, your mother. She hibernates. She, she's the first one to tell you if she didn't have to go to work, she'd stay in all day and never go out anywhere. Oh, that would be me too. Yeah, see, oh, there I you could go. be roommates with your mommy. <laughs> oh God. That's yeah. not. I would. Lo- I would love that. I would just like sit around and read books <clears throat> and look outside and never go out. All right. Well, speaking of quarantine life. Today's quarantine life is going to be great because Joe DeJesu is hosting it. Oh, nice. Joe DeJesu, um, for those of you here in the Tri-State area, News 12 is the local news station. And um, they've put together uh, an online co- concert series every Thursday night. Uh, and last night was Joe DeJesu. So I hope you caught that. If not, go to News 12. Go to their News 12 Long Island. Go to their Facebook page and check out Joe. He, he was their featured performer last night. <clears throat> uh, we are excited. Big week for Joe. He... He returned to Gov's Radio this past Monday, first time since this quarantine life started. And he's hosting Quarantine Life today at 2 o'clock. So we're very excited to see what he's got planned. Yeah. But also, excuse me, also, tonight at 8 o'clock on GovsRadio.com, we have a bonus Quarantine Life with Mandy Jones and her husband. Oh, that'd be fun. So we're excited about that. Uh, Don't know what they have planned, but that's going to be cool. Not to to boss you around, but you should probably mention... um, carry now so people can look forward to it and then get back to the other <clears> stuff well yeah well i posted it i posted it this morning carrie caravis hilarious comedian been a regular here at governors for a long time she's calling in in a little bit <coughs> i'm very excited to have as always carrie's been very supportive of our show so we're very excited that she's going to be uh uh calling in um she's so funny like tears form in my eyes when oh, I laugh at her yeah. stuff. Like, you she's... know, like the comics that like, you're like, oh my God, that's <clears throat> so funny. You can't even believe it. And then, then they're the ones that actually make you like cry. <laughs> and she's like one of those, you know? Um, all right. I, I'm going to get to Graz's comment in a second, but I, I just want to mention, speaking of bonus uh, content here on govsradio.com tonight, immediately after um, Mandy Jones does quarantine life, uh, just, just planned, just, Minutes before we went on the air. In fact, I got to talk to uh, <laughs> I got to I got to uh, talk to Mike O'Toole to set it up. But um, to probably figure around nine fifteen ish tonight, there's going to be uh, another domestic disturbance podcast, a live one here on GovsRadio.com. Carla Okerson, Mike Keegan, and Tim Ciliani, uh, the three hosts of the the domestic disturbance podcast. They normally um, tape their episodes and they post them on certain platforms. They did a live episode with you um, in uh, uh, their first live one, but they did it here at Govs. Uh, so tonight will be live again, obviously not in the studio. But the three of them, all three of them, well, and actually you too, we'll include you, but you're not doing the show tonight. But the three of them had the coronavirus. 
All three of them. Tim just getting out of the hospital, I think, about a week ago. Yeah, I'm sitting next to uh, Mike <laughs> Keegan, and like hours later, he's like, so I have pneumonia. I'm like, I just sat next to you for um, hours. Yeah. So, yeah, we're blaming Mike Keegan for Sally's <laughs> corona. No. But the three of them, all three of them had the corona, so they're going to be talking about that tonight live. And I do believe they're looking to get some Q&A stuff going as well. So that's going to be a, that's going to be cool. So it's going to be a great Friday night here at GovsRadio.com. Don't forget, of course, tomorrow is uh, Cruising the Pike, Cars and Comedy with Tom Galati tomorrow at 530. Put up, shut up, stand up tomorrow night at 7. Lots of great stuff. Uh, and now Graz mentioned... First of all, he said they had tech issues last night on Facebook. I didn't see that. I watched. I didn't watch your whole thing, Graz, but I did. I didn't notice any issues. Uh, he says, "Happy birthday, to your mom! Thank you, pal." But now, congratulations to them. Four years yesterday. Four years. Yesterday was a four-year anniversary of Limo Talk being here at Gov's Radio. Uh, congratulations to those guys, Graz, being the godfather of Thursday nights here at GovsRadio.com, uh, and Graz and Mike O'Toole, um, you know, part of the original lineup here at govsradio.com so congratulations to them um and uh we hope it's a lot more years to come with with those guys they again they're like the the architects the pioneers of govsradio.com so congratulations to them and uh last thing i have to say about their show last night was what the hell was mike nicolia wearing if you didn't see it check it out uh yes tom gladi just texted me i said it yeah. I, didn't I just say it? Yeah, but we're on delay, so oh, he doesn't right, know right, that you right. did. Okay. Probably just as you were writing, Tom Galati, uh, Tony was talking about your show. And um, and uh, Andy had something to say as well. Oh, my mother. All right, I'll get to Andy. I Of all the people I mentioned at the parade yesterday, I forgot my own kids. Oh, you know, I actually was thinking that. I was thinking, and, and Zach and Sammy. I was actually thinking the same Father thing. Father of the year. <laughs> well, they're just such a part of your heart and soul <clears throat> that you think it's you. Yes, let's go with that. Uh, Andy Plagiano says he has a bit tomorrow night on Pazuzu, so looking forward to that. I enjoy Pazuzu every week because I get to hear Ken Pichel sing the theme song. Yes, that's Pazuzu. Something. Yeah. So, uh, all right, so there we go. All right, so... Now, Carrie's due to call. All right, well, we still have a few minutes before she's due to call. Um, should we get to the big announcement we have? Uh, what big <clears> announcement? <throat> well, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, no, I'm just wondering why you took it off. So, Well, just because I don't want to forget. She's going to call within probably another five minutes or so. I won't forget. Oh, I want right. to be able to talk about the big announcement. Without, without interruption? Yeah. The big announcement that you don't even know what I'm talking about? Well, I do. I was just, con- I, I thought I was, con- I was confused because you were taking the phone off. So I was like, ah. the big announcement have something to do with the phone. Ah. All right. Big announcement. <clears throat> As you guys know, because I brag about it constantly. Episode seven of the TV show Hunters with Al Pacino. Uh, episode seven that I was on. Did I mention I was on episode seven? No. Of Hunters? No, you, you wait. Big wait. close up. Back up. Yep. What? Episode seven of Hunters. What? Now I'm gonna and I, I I know I'm biased, but I thought this show was fantastic. I personally believe season two, when season two comes, if it's just as good as season one, this show can go down in history as being just as good as the Sopranos, Breaking Bad, and all the shows that are on that level. I that's how good I think this show was. Um but now in the episode that I was in, in the scene that I was in. It was a very powerful scene, not just because I was in it. I mean, that alone right there tells you. But 
the actor who there were two actors, Josh. Oh boy, what's it? Josh? Schaefer. Josh Radner, I think, is his name. Something like that. He he has a big part in that scene, and the other actor, Louis Azawa, he has the real dramatic part in the scene, talking about um, some experiences that he had, that his character had in Vietnam. The show takes place in 1977, and his character just came out of Nam, and he talks about some of the horrible experiences there. Very powerful scene, very dramatic scene. The reason I'm bringing this up is because you want to. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let's see. I need this, like... Well, now you made it. No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. The reason I bring this up is because next Friday, a week from today, April 24th, the Knock'em Dead Comedy Radio Show will have live on, live on the phone with us, Louis Azawa. <gasps> His character's name is his character's name was Joe on Hunters. If you've watched the show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's the uh, the Japanese character who's who works for Al Pacino's Hunters. Uh, great actor. He's been in uh, Kidding on show that Showtime show with Jim Carrey. He's been on Supergirl. He's been on a bunch of things. He, he was oh he had a big part in uh, the la- I think it was the last Predators movie. Tony will call these people and say, Hey, would you like to be on our show? And then every once in a while, someone will say yes, and he'll go, Wait. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, no. You don't understand. You said yes? I, I asked if you wanted to be on our radio show, and they say yes. Wait. <laughs> so there you go. You got the, what does it say there? The heroes? Is that what that's Oh, sorry. I took it off already. The heroes, and then we're the idiots. The heroes and the idiots, <laughs> right. Uh, so actor Louis Ozawa, currently starring in Hunters. He will be on the phone with us next Friday. Um and of course, I am going to put him on the spot and see if he remembers me. We get, we did get to talking a little bit on the set that day. And I'm also going to start talking about it because I think if you haven't seen the show already, by time we have one of the stars on, surely you people can watch it. So I don't care if I'm like ruining anything. Well, you get one of the stars every day here. I I oh, was featured Lori on Hunters. She saw you. My sister said nice. she saw you. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I, it's been kind of cool. I get a lot of. I've gotten a lot of people reaching out to me saying that they saw me, which is really cool. Except for certain people here at this, who work here at this <laughs> club, who said he didn't see me and he watched the which, whole show. Voldemort, we can't say his name. And then I sent them the clip, and he's like, "Oh, look at that!" He goes, "I don't know how he missed you," and I said, "Yeah, I don't know how you missed me either." <laughs> Big close up. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're very excited about that. So uh, so yeah, I mean, I was. I'm a I'm a Marvel character because I was on the very first episode of Luke Cage. Yes. And now I'm, and now I'm a hunter. Yes. Well, not a hunter, just a, you know, almost a hunter, <clears throat> a hunter wannabe. <laughs> An almost hunter. Andrew Plage- Andrew Plageno says very cool. He was the baddest. The baddest ass and effort on the show. Yeah, he was. Like I <clears throat> yeah, he I just thought he was great. I really I really enjoyed his character. Me I, too. I'm so glad that he's like because you never know, like some characters, you know, they're not gonna be there next season. So And I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now. What? Was in Sopranos Junior's pal in Psychome? So Who uh, you were, Felix? Felix was in Sopranos. That, yeah, you got to be more specific. Because he's there. asking in a question like, "Yeah, that throws me off." A, the qu- yeah, <clears throat> or is he getting what I said confused with the Sopranos? Maybe I don't know. Uh, either way, but I'm telling you right now, prepare yourself for this interview with with Louis because there'll be all sorts of spoilers. Right, that's what I mean. We're so gonna watch talk the about, show. We're going to talk about the season. You got a week. You got a week. It's ten episodes. 
and again, I'm not just saying this because I'm biased and because I was in it. I thought this show was fantastic. Yeah. I would love it this much, even without you know having a personal experience. Me with too. It. Yeah, absolutely. Because <clears throat> you were in Luke uh, <clears throat> Cage or Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, like which is not like... to be confused with Tim Gage, the comedian. True. Although they're both bald. Because um, Jessica Jones, it, it's a spinoff of the Jessica Jones series, which I loved. And the Luke Cage series, I was like, eh. But well, I love seeing you in it. But I this, thought the first season was great. This particular... Uh, How did your... Why did your series just pop on like that? That was weird. All right. Carrie's saying the line is busy. Well, it's uh, not See that? I won't forget. I won't I forget. I didn't forget. I got two more minutes. Actually, but that's three. why I turned it on. Because, you know, these comedians, they can't tell time. They, oh, you, you know they're going to call around around the given time. So you have to have you have to be prepared. Damn you. Did you just say damn me? Oh, yes. Oh yeah, you have the devil in what you. What did my mother just say? Are you rich now that you're famous? Is that what that said? Money grabbing coat tail riding. But no, the answer is no. I'm not rich. Rich in life. So uh Rich in rich in burgers and steaks and French fries. Not if there's a meat shortage, damn it. Dun, dun, dun. They better take care of that. I'm scared. You're live on the Knock Dead Comedy the- Radio Show. Oh, is this Carrie Caravis? Yes, it is. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I know. In fact, I remembered around 8.30 to text you, and I actually set my alarm on my phone to, like, text you at 10, because I'm like, I'm not waking her up now. <laughs> No, nah, you wouldn't have woke me up. I'm up all night, and then, like, not all night. Yeah, you like, are. I'll go, to, I'll go to sleep, and then I'll wake up at, like, 2, and That's then I'll me. wake up at 4, we're, and then I'll wake up at 6. We're on the same six. schedule. Yeah, I do Goodness. exactly the same thing. What is that about? Why, why are you waking up so much? Oh, I don't know. Could it be stress? <laughs> what are you stressing over? You're home. You're relaxing. You're enjoying yourself. You're making funny videos. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I'm home. Well, that is one of the questions I have for you. How how many kids are you down to? I figure you must have killed at least one of them by now. No, they're both. You know what? My kids are fine. Everybody in this house is in their own world. You know, they they they, they you know they're in their rooms. They're doing their thing with their you know Facebook not Facebook. Um, you know, their Snapchat friends or right. whatever. Plus school, but, they have school. Plus online. they do their schoolwork. They don't bother me with that because they know I'm dumb. But. <laughs> Um, it's, it's more of, I have to do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, we saw the, we saw the video of you scrubbing and cleaning and mopping and taking out the trash. It was really funny. I'm like, the whole whole time I was sitting there, I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We find, we were talking this morning and, and we find that there's less laundry because our family is disgusting and never changes their clothes <laughs> and there's like quadruple dishes like no. every time i turn around the sink is filled with glasses and dishes and no one will change their shirt it's the weirdest thing well here's the thing my kids have laundry piles of laundry every day like beyond normal like i'm like you haven't gone out in a month why are you you know, they shower. I make them shower every day. I'm like, you got. I don't give a shit. You got to like shower an, every I'm day. I'm like every other day, Mom. Uh, well, I'm like, you got to shower every day. So they shower every day, but their clothes pile up. Every week I'm doing, you know, 30 pounds of laundry. The other day I go to my son, what is all this laundry? I go, you could wear the same pajamas every night. I mean, you, you know, 
So I go, bring your laundry and put it in the, you know, my room because I have the laundry room in my room. Yeah, we saw it. He oh, they have to go into your room to do it. Yeah, that's a drag. Well, no, I have another set downstairs, but my basement isn't finished yet, so I'm helping them do their laundry now. But don't, don't worry. Yeah, I don't even like the laundry in the basement because then you're just chucking it down the stairs and stuff. I have it like it's right in the hallway of all the bedrooms. It's the greatest thing ever, and everyone just well, I didn't it have that option. <laughs> it was it was the greatest find ever. I care about that more than like the kitchen. <laughs> No, I agree with you, but I didn't have that option, so I put it in my bedroom, and now they um, they drop it off here. But yesterday, I go to him, drop, you know, give me your laundry. He took the whole basket and just dumped it. Yeah. I, I actually put it on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. They're all such idiots, aren't they? <laughs> like, it's unreal. Really? Yeah. It's really, really sad. <laughs> I'm very nervous, though, I got to say. Cause About? About not performing ever again. I know. I know. It is kind of weird, right? I mean, uh, yeah, we've been we've had a lot of we've been talking a lot to a lot of different comedians and magi- uh, musicians and stuff, and th- yeah, everybody seems to have that fear of what the hell is going on around here. Well, yeah. what's going to happen? Are people going to go out? Are they going to be <laughs> risk their lives? Like at some point, you're like, you know what? Fuck the virus. Yes. You know, but and then you're like, oh, then you put on Facebook. And it's like, oh, this person died, this person died. And, and then, you're, then you're hearing young people you yeah. know, that have no uh, no health issues that right. got it and died. Well, right. that's the thing. I mean, you figure between eventually a vaccine is going to come. It might be a year from now, but it's going to come. And people just, you know, needing to get back to normalcy and things just gradually getting safer. But it's just a matter of when is that? You know, are we talking? You know, a lot of articles are saying they're, you know, a lot of health experts are recommending no concerts until the fall of next year, and I would, and I'm, I'm assuming comedy shows kind of fall in line in the same line as that. But, but that that's a long freaking time. Here's the thing, though. That, two, I have two thoughts. One is, flus just kind of end when this, you know, eventually, right? Like we're not always worried about a flu that everyone has in February all the way the next fall. So I'm hoping that it just kind of dissipates with social distancing and the other thought i have to like answer your question like like all you people all you like comics and people that are because i'm not that and you know i'm like you know a nerd clearly yeah completely (laughs) like all the people that are out like they do like concerts and they're like playing music i'm not that either and i'm a complete introvert like i could care less if i ever go and see anything and i could tell you right now i can't wait to go out like like i'm like i just want to go see stand up i just want to go see a concert and if if i'm feeling that way everyone's going to want to go at the second you can is this the longest you've gone since you started your your stand up career is this the longest you've gone without performing uh no one time i took a two month uh two and a half month break I went to Europe, and I just chilled in Europe, and I did nothing. And then uh, my first, you know, I got back, and uh, I went got on a plane. So I got back to Kennedy. A couple of hours went by, I got, and then I, I did it. Tri- um, you know, I took a connecting flight to Vegas, and nice. I performed for a week. Did you? <laughs> Vegas is so great. So it was for like that. I had a two and a half month break, and then the whole time on the plane going to Vegas, I was going over my ass. I'm like, I got yeah. to do a whole week, and I haven't done this in two and a half months. 
But, so, but, yes. but what was the feeling when you when you're heading to Vegas? I mean, obviously that's a planned thing. So it, it so it wasn't like you got home and like, oh my god, I got to get to the club and just do a set. This that was a planned thing. So did you really miss it? Could, were you really looking forward to getting to Vegas to do it, or or could you have gone um, another month? I was, I was mostly nervous because of the you know not not doing it for two months, you know, two and a half yeah, months. Sure. It's like a long time to have to do it, you know. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you are you feeling now? You feeling some withdrawals and you missing everybody, especially us. Well, I miss you guys for sure. Um, <laughs> withdrawals, answer. without a doubt. The problem is is that when you don't do when you get into the routine of doing nothing, you are tired. You're like, oh my god, I don't even feel like going outside. Like, I'm yeah. like every time I go outside, I feel like I have a sore throat, and I just went in my backyard. Right. <laughs> right. And then you start, yeah, I, we, yeah. It's the same thing. Every time you sneeze, you're like, "Oh my god, did I just catch it?" It's yeah, crazy. I know, but yeah, especially with like the pollen and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's funny. I finally got uh, Tony's mommy finally gave me like a real mask to wear because <laughs> like people are sick of seeing me with like my kid's sock on my face. <laughs> like I made this like handmade slits <laughs> in these like in my kid's like old sock, and I've been wearing that at like Stop and Shop. And you know, Tony's mommy's like here. <laughs> Take this. It's better than having a Kotex over your face that I saw somebody wearing. I don't know. My kid's pretty gross. I saw somebody wearing a Kotex. I'm like, well, if you think about it, that's nothing getting through that. Nothing's getting through that. Yep, so it's pretty smart. If you can protect liquid (laughs) from your underwear. N95 or whatever the N95 mask. Oh, that's so funny. Um, But what was I going to say? So... My nephew's a doctor at Stony Brook, oh, telling nice. me like, "Yeah, he's yeah, nice, but he's running. They're running him ragged, you know, because he's new." Yeah. yeah so, what's, what's his word? Like, what's his feeling? His word is people are still coming in big time, but um, he says that viruses do die in the summer. Right. So in the heat, this is going to die out. That's so how I when feel. When you say right, but then when it gets cold again, is this going to reactivate? Or is it going to be gone for good? No, because it's it's not like they're like mosquitoes dormanting. Like I I think it once it's done, it's done. But you know that's just me. You don't think it'll come back? I don't. I don't know. Well, I, I mean the flu. I mean it's every year. You go get your flu shot. And you it's know, always so, a different but flu. But hopefully there'll be a vaccine in time if it comes back next year, and then we can yeah, continue but I a normal that. life. You're taking a va- you're taking a vaccine that they just whipped up in five minutes. Don't vaccines have to be uh, tried for like 10 years? No, it's about an 18-month turnaround when they see something they want a vaccine for. Let's, so, I don't know, just, I don't know, instead of an electric chair, I don't know, test it on, on the guy that's going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> see if it works for him. When, when, <laughs> when your nephew says that people are still coming in, like, are people, like, appropriately coming into his hospital? Like, that, like, oh, my gosh, I, if I'm not in the hospital bad things are going to happen because I feel like people still might be going there just because they're like, oh, I have a sniffle. Uh, no, they're not doing that anymore. Good. They're not coming in like that. I guess they're getting scared to go near a, an emergency room. I, so I tell my kids that all the time. Like they're, they're fighting on the lawn and I'm like, none of you are going to the hospital. I don't care what, what? what right. neck got broken. You're going to wait for two months for me to take you anywhere. <laughs> Right. So people are like uh, the whole all these hospitals are COVID patients. I know people don't believe that, but yeah. all the hospitals, if you have five floors, 
five floors of COVID. I mean, there used to be one floor that wasn't, but now everybody, my friend Patrice, she's a, a, she's a nurse practitioner. She goes, I can't wrap another body. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I just can't do it. I leave there and I'm just overwhelmed with wrapping people's bodies. I think, see, I think I've been, you know, I have nothing better to do but, you know, go on the internet and just read, read, read and listen and conspiracy theories and the whole nine, right? Yeah. But there was one girl on there. She said, well, one doctor said that this, this is, this looks like a high altitude. Oh, um, we saw that. I know what you're going to say. Okay. So this one girl goes, why are they treating it like how they would treat the high high altitude altitude sickness? Sickness, right? She goes, because what it is, is it's oxygen leaving the body and needing, they need more oxygen. So a lot of these doctors are giving more oxygen, whatever. But the minute they put a person on the ventilator, that's like kind of like a death sentence. Yeah. So um, someone was telling me yesterday that their uncle or somebody was really sick, couldn't breathe. And they were like, we got to incubate you. He goes, no way. You're not incubating me. It's no, I'll suffer. I'll, you know. And guess what? He lived. Yeah. Yeah, I was wow. thinking there's a, because one of the things that the virus does is there's two cells that are in your lung, two different cells, and and the virus actually eats one of them. And, and that particular cell makes this, um, this, this goop that's called surfactant. And it, and it, it kind of like gels through your lungs so that your lungs don't stick together and you can get air in and air out. And um, and they use it for premature babies when they're born because the, the cells aren't producing in premature babies yet. And so I was thinking, you know, maybe surfactant for adults. Like I'm, I'm like thinking about stuff too. Like some type of like. Wait, like, but but why? You know, well, why won't they try that? I don't know. You're, I actually Googled it, and there we're was we're idiots, <laughs> and we're and we're figuring it right. out. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, idiots why being anything? the key word. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. What, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Just try everything. Just throw it, throw it all down our throats. Yeah. Have the word of people that mm-hmm. like the, the Hail Mary <laughs> football toss. We have the Hail Mary right. uh, down there. Let's try everything on these people. <laughs> right. <Crazy. clears throat> so now my question is, how are you guys getting along? <laughs> we work together, then we go back to her house together. God almighty. Look, there's two kind of households right now. Ones that are going to come out <clears throat> pregnant. I know, right? Yep. I was thinking that. And ones that are going to come out divorced. Well, well there's, <laughs> there's, and then there's one more to that. where The third one where they're happy, but very fat. Oh, yeah. Because we're just sitting yeah. around eating. Yeah. No, I can't eat. I mean, I cook. Did you see all the cookies <clears throat> I made? I did. I, I Yeah, we uh, watched a few of your videos. You actually look like you've lost some weight. Yeah, you, we're sitting there like, she's hot. Yeah. And I have to say, I, I saw the one video where you are talking about your hair. I think your hair looks great Yeah, long. your hair looks great. I like it long. Well, I just dyed it, but a different color because I didn't have the color my girl does it. You dyed it green? But, uh, yeah, I dyed it green. <laughs> but here's the thing. I can't eat when I'm stressed out. I yeah, can't I'm like eat that too. when I think the whole world is dying. I don't know how anybody else can, um, but, you know, I don't know. Well, all right, all right, so without getting 
you know, too serious or too personal. But what can I ask? What you're stressed about? Is there like this? Is it financial? Is it this uncertainty of we're getting out of this? If we're, we're going to get yeah, sick. Well, no, I know we're going to eventually get out of this, yeah. but it's the financial. First of all, I've been trying to get unemployment for the last week. Right. They don't answer their phone. Right. right. Yep. Everyone's been saying that. It's crazy. So obviously, I'm not going to be getting any money. Hmm. Um, and then, you did you know, get your stimulus? No, what I didn't the, get that either. What the hell? What the? You didn't get exactly. yours. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I got mine. We don't talk a couple much. days ago. Look at that. He's hiding it from you. Isn't that unreal? <laughs> you find it on the air. What? I wasn't <laughs> hiding it. It's just, what yeah. are we spending it on? There's nothing to do. It's not like we've oh, seen Amy, each other. You can find stuff. They still, Macy's is still open. <clears throat> Macy's is still open? Yeah, I mean, like online. Oh, all right, great. I'm gonna yeah, just just want to do it. I'm gonna go online and what am I gonna look for? Masks? What am I getting nice clothes for? I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, I didn't get anything. So it's like today, I think I'm gonna call my. I got my my car payment deferred. You know, it's like nice. for a couple of months till June. So let's see if uh, anything opens <laughs> up. But I got to call my credit cards down. Be like, listen, bro. Uh, I don't think next month you're getting your payments. Right. Yeah, that, that I keep saying that. There's got to be some kind of freeze on things like credit cards, mortgages, and, and rent. I mean, because nobody's, most people aren't making anything. They, they got to be, there's got to be some kind of freeze. Man. When you got the car people to like delay till June, did they, are they going to charge you more for it when you start paying again? Because that's what I heard. If like some, some places are doing that. Like, sure, we'll delay it, but then you have to pay an extra, you know, $200. Nope. Good. They didn't say that to me, but if Damn they straight. throw that on, I don't care. I'll pay the 200 It's better paying 200 than no 100 Right. Well, yeah, true. I mean, well, it's better paying 200 than get, getting your car repoed. Right. yeah. That's what I meant to say. So, so you... Look, I had my, my alarm on. Like, I had it on every five minutes, so I don't miss your... Uh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're the best. Carrie's always supporting us and making us laugh and uh, so and do you would you don't normally dye your hair or or, is, or are you taking a chance now you know being being that the salons aren't open well i'm doing it myself i well you know i i'm a jack of all trades yeah. master of none right <laughs> so so basically i went to hairdress first i started my career off as a makeup artist and i became a special effects makeup artist in hollywood oh I yeah no need to yeah, yeah, that's neat. Well, that's cool. And know. then, um, and then I um, went to. So then I became a makeup artist. Then I decided to do comedy. So I started doing comedy. But in the meantime, I thought if I have kids, how am I going to do comedy and have kids? So I decided to um, go to hairdressing school. So I went to hairdressing school. Mm-hmm. I got my license. So I know how to cut hair and dye hair and do all that. Nice. I mean, I won't cut my own. I did it once, but I ain't going to do it again. You're a hairstylist, and you'll never cut your own hair? Wow. That's no, you can't. It's hard, to, it's hard to look in the mirror and move your hand. Sure. It's weird. Yeah. So then in the meantime, so after all this, they get my license. I'm like, I'll probably open up a salon, and I'll still do my comedy. But I ended up, I decided, wait, I'll do a restaurant. Oh, right, so I, right, right. I, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, so, like, you know, that's why I cook all the time, because I know how. But, um, 
you know, who wants to do this every day, morning, noon, and night? It's funny, like, one of the things that you touched on in one of your videos is, you know, how we all, like, went food shopping for this. We all, like, went food shopping for the quarantine so that we could relax and not go to the store every other day. And, like, you said exactly what's happening in, with, like, like my place. It's, it's like, a day and a half in. They, like, ate it all. <laughs> did you see the video I yeah. did? Yeah. Like, yeah, and I was like, chips. I was like, that's exactly what happened. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not going back out for potato chips for you people. No. Wait, no. Did, did you see the video? No. Did you see the video I did where I get up and I go to the refrigerator? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, that, that one doesn't ring a bell. Okay, so I go to the fridge, and I, I'm like, I'm hungry. Maybe I'll come back later. And then all of a sudden, I go, five minutes later, <laughs> I open it up, and it's completely cleared out, the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, guys! Like, they eat and eat and eat and eat. I'm like, how much can these little buggers eat? Like, like, when I was eating. a kid, you could have three cookies. Like, I don't know how that, like, I think families across the land... 40 years ago, you got three cookies. Like, they just sit there with, like, a box in their lap and eat the whole entire thing. I think my parents would have had a stroke. But we would have got smacked when we were kids, too. Yeah, yeah no I kidding. I get it. So, I bought two boxes of organic strawberries. I washed them. I cut them. I clean. It takes about, for me to wash everything, I wash everything, like, and this is even before yeah, COVID. Sure. Wow. Right. I would soap and water wash everything. Yeah, me too. My, nice. I just did all my fruits and veggies and whatever. So I do this. It takes me about a half hour. I put a big bowl of strawberries on the counter, you know, whatever. I'm thinking, you know, people can pick all day long. I come back, not even a half hour later, and they (laughs) they have the bowl on the couch with them while they're watching TV. Devoured the whole thing. There was like maybe three or four strawberries left. And I looked at my husband. And I go, are they serious? Yeah. I mean, there are other people in this house. Like, I cut them so I could have a few strawberries. <laughs> or they I, complain, like, like, oh, you didn't get that brand of cookies. I'm like, I don't think you people know what the shelves are like right now. <laughs> unbelievable. Well, at least it was strawberries, though, instead of, instead of cookies and chips. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I try to stay that way, but you know, no, you know, uh, whatever. It's it's it, it, it's so. It's like I got to get out. I got to get out. <laughs> Sometimes I get in my car, and I just drive around the block. Oh well, yeah, we've I, done that. Mm-hmm. Well, just to get your car battery going, you know. Yeah, and just to just get away. Well, and what's then, you know you. Do you, do you wear a mask on your face like those dorks, or are you a, a non car <laughs> mask wearer? No, I don't wear a mask in the car. Why would I wear a mask? You haven't well, seen right. that. Like, oh, I'll yeah, be driving by, I'll see people. I'm like, that. why are you alone in a car with the mask on? But here's the thing: if if they told us it's airborne and that it's in the air when I'm walking in the street, then I'll wear a mask. But I don't. I don't believe that it's in the air like that. Oh, what do you believe? It's in the air and like uh, in moisture. Like if people cough or sneeze, it, yeah, it'll hang in they, the air for a they, long time. They already. They've already said that it's. Too he- it's too heavy. It will not. It'll be in the air, but it'll drop before ten feet to the floor. Oh. Okay, good. So, so don't roll around in the grass. 
Yeah, it'll be on the floor. It won't be on you. You know, so it'll be on your feet, I guess. But so I'm we're safe mopping. in the supermarket. We're not rolling around on the floor in the supermarket to get our food. So we're good. Look, here's what I want. When I, a month ago, we were all in the grocery stores when it was rampant, right? right. Or most yep. contagious. We were all in the grocery stores. No masks, no gloves, no nothing. Yep. I mean, I always, before this, because I have germ issues, would would uh, take the Purell and do the whole handle because I, I I'm not touching anybody's hands. <laughs> yeah, we that's me and Tony have like a complete different way of looking at handshakes. He loves shaking people's hands. Like he just thinks it's like this warm way of coming up to a friend of his, and he just he it's he's beautiful to watch him shaking hands. Just like hi, how are you? And I'm like, stop touching people's hands. <laughs> all right, well, all right, that's a good question for Carrie then. I don't think that's coming. <coughs> Carrie, back. I think people are gonna like see stand up and and music again. I don't think people are gonna well, go back to I, I shaking know, hands. I know um, here, especially governors. I don't know about other comedy clubs, but I know here, governors they really do like uh, when you guys go out. You know, into the lobby after the show and kind of, you know, see the people as they're leaving and stuff. You must get people trying to shake your hand all the time. Say, hey, that was a great set. Oh, my God, you're so funny. Thank you so much. You must get that all the time. I mean, do you do you shake hands? Like, even before this, were you? did you shake hands? You mentioned that you had a, you know, a germ thing. So did you always back away and just say thank you very much and just, you know, pull your hand away? You know, what do you, you know, are, are, do you agree with Sally that handshakes should, you know, something of the past? A hundred fifty percent. Oh my goodness! I never liked it. I never. First yeah, of all, they I don't like only jeebies all over me from other people's hands. They don't only shake your hand; they pull you into them and they hug you. So James knows that I'm a super freak when it comes to germs, and I made him buy a big gigantic bottle of Purell. <laughs> so that's so funny. people come out. I shake their hands. I'm like, yeah, thank you, thank you. Take pictures, blah blah blah. Then they leave, and then I go right over to James. I'm like, give me the Purell. I'll even put it on my face if I feel like People they are kissing me. you too much. No, wow. yeah, I'll, no, I'll put, I'll put it on my hands. I'll wipe my hands down. Then I'll put it again on my hands. Like First I'll put it on my hands, and then I'll wipe it with a tissue. I love the hug. I mean, I'm sure that's just as bad, but I don't know. It doesn't seem grimy, as grimy to me as shaking hands. Listen, people don't know how to hug, and they don't know how to kiss. Chris Roach, I taught Chris Roach how to kiss somebody. I go, when someone leans in to give you a kiss, it's a cheek to cheek. Not your big fat lips on my face to leave wet marks. <laughs> like, because one time he left a wet mark on my face. I go, really, Roach? You put your lips and your wet lips. Like, I love him. Fit when, on me? when he hugs me, he actually like picks me up and I'm like two feet off Sally the ground. Sally disappears when Chris like, Roach I'm a hugs d- you. Because I'm such a dwarf. Like, like when he, he comes in like this big like Paul Bunyan guy and I'm like my, my legs are like flailing <laughs> side to side. You know uh, what? That's what you should go for Halloween. Jolly Green Giant and, uh, <laughs> and what was the guy's name? Sprout? Squirt? What? Sprout. Sprout. The little guy. <laughs> That's a great idea. Sally's wearing green right now, actually. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so when this is all over, you got to come in here and give us a, a, a lesson on uh, hug, what the proper hug and kiss is. I'm curious to see this. Well, the kiss is cheek to cheek. There's no more putting your lips on my face. I just oh, like, like the hug. Oh, the, I, don't, I don't need lips you, on my face. You mean face. the cheek to cheek where people pucker up, but they don't actually touch each other's yeah, face? Yeah, I don't like that either. Just hug someone with your face off No, no, face. you could touch my cheek with your cheek. No, that's what I'm saying, but not, 
That's what the, that's what snotty people they, they come in with the fake. Yeah, you know, I they, hate that. They they you know they pucker up, but they don't actually make contact with the lips. Like that's just, what you're saying. Like people, they just like put their but face wait a minute. So so who's getting the lips on the face? Is it me putting my lips on your face? Because you both can't put lips on the face together. I think Someone's people should keep their faces apart and just hug. Here's what I think. Everybody stay. Six feet away from me, <laughs> from here on in. How about that? How about it was a great show. Take care. Bye bye. Take your germs and yeah. move along. How about just I'm text not, me later? Know. Just stand in the box office, waving through the window. Thank you. People, people are going to be sitting. What, what is this? People are going to be sitting six feet apart in a club? Come on, come but on. No, if, no, if we I die early, we die early. We gotta, you know, we can't take all the love and affection out of it. We can. No, we can't. Yeah, we can. Damn it. I'm a Listen, my husband, I'm a my husband has his own room. He's being Yeah, quarantined. I wanted to ask you about that. Why? Because <laughs> yeah, none, none of you in your house are, are sick, right? Or have been sick? No. And so you make him sleep in his way. own room? <laughs> this well, is the I'll best thing that ever why. happened to Carrie. She's like, good, go get your own room. You I don't want to get sick. no explanation as to why he's <laughs> sleeping in a different room if none of you are I, sick. I'm going to explain why. <laughs> he was working on the railroad every day. So yeah. he was the he was out there, Exposed. and he was and you know I don't none of the guys in his gang got te- you know tested positive, but a few other guys on the railroad got tested positive. So I go to him. You don't know if the guys you're working with, even though they're working outside, I don't know if the, any of them are testing positive. So you need to stay in there just in case. Well, what about you know? he walks through the kitchen? He hugs. I know, but I'm behind him with the with the Clorox bleach. You're following, you're following him around. Like the wherever house. he goes, you follow him around and clean. Well, let's say he eats dinner. I clear his plate and I and I cloth bleach. Like you, all you have to do is put water in a little thing with a cap full of bleach, and that is plenty golden. Yeah. So you you spray down whatever he's at. You wipe it down. It's done. Now now whoever goes to sit there is not going to grab his germs. Is, he, he, is he, he still essential, still working? No, he's been off for, th- it's going to be three weeks. And you still uh, doing this? He, there's no way he well, still has germs. I know. Now I'm not doing it. And now, you know. Now I'm, you're I just like, help. yay, my own bed. <laughs> now I'm just, well, here's the thing. He likes to go to bed early. Yeah. He watches He's got a TV in his room. The only two rooms that have TVs is the guest room and my bedroom. The wow. kids' rooms have no TVs. So he he goes in his room, he watches his TV, whatever he wants. But I am up at night doing the kids' laundry, cleaning. You know, like, I have so much going on in my room that he wants the lights out. And I'm watching TV, whatever. Right. So, you know, plus Mario Bosco calls a thousand times a night. Oh, my uh, goodness. You know, <laughs> with, with everybody from Governors on the, you know, the chat with all the people. <laughs> That's great. I'm trying to make love to my wife late at night before bed, and, and there's Mario's, Mario's voice. Calling. Hey, pal, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Every day, Mario calls me. This is what he says. Hi. I go, hi, Mario. How you doing? He goes, do you think this is the end of the world? Every day, it's the same question. I go, yes, it is the end of the world. What should we do today? Oh, I'd strangle him. <laughs> The end of the world, Mario. What, what, what do you want to do? Say goodbye, Mario. Wow. Well, no, you're right. I think at some point people are going to be like, already they're demonstrating in North Carolina and in, I think, Michigan. Yes, yeah. Michigan, yes. <laughs> They've had it.
They're showing they're up like, at the governor's office with rifles. Yeah, they're getting a little cranky. What the hell? But they can't. They got to like stay away. You know, just do it now. Meanwhile, they're 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 protesting, and half of them have masks on. Right. <laughs> Isn't that a you know contradiction yeah. of what you're fighting for? <laughs> yeah, oxymoron. Uh, but even so, what are they even fighting for? You know, is it their governor's fault that there's a virus going around? It's so well, weird. Well, here's, here's another thing. Sweden, look it up. I, I, I saw it uh, uh, yesterday on the news. Yeah. Sweden, the country, has not shut down not one iota. And how and and, are people dying or what? Uh, their, their contamination rate is the same as ours. And their death toll is the same as ours. Wow. So it's it hasn't it hasn't it hasn't surpassed us or it hasn't surpassed any other country. It's just the weak and the old, whatever, are getting sick and dying. So there's what they're saying is keep your immune you people with the bad immune systems and older people away. You know, stay away from them. And that, but that he, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But Norway has a significantly lower. Uh, death rate and, and and contagion rate because they have locked out. And, they, I, and I was going to bring up Norway because, like, they completely did everything that, you know, everyone else probably should have done the first second. And they, they're so, they're really doing well. You know, it's funny how everyone's like, you know, they're blaming Trump. Now, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not a big uh, Trump supporter or, Dem- I'm not either side. I'm, I'm, my own thought of what's going on but okay. they're all blaming trump for um not shutting down and i remember he shut down like the beginning of march i think it was he shut china down right and everyone was like Why'd he shut down? and then i'm like well he should have shut down china europe met everybody should have got shut down when he made that shutdown but nobody Everybody on every side. I remember Pelosi. I remember Trump. Trump said it was a hoax. Pelosi yes. was like, it's just the flu. Fossey, that little monkey-looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a little, you know the little spider monkey that you put on your shoulder? What? Doesn't he look like that? He's the a tiny used little to, old man. used to buy in the supermarkets, those little pouches? That, yeah. <laughs> remember the little monkey? Yeah, remember them? They were cute. He reminds me of a little monkey. He's so adorable. Little Curious George. Yeah, and he's sitting there telling everybody it's like the flu, no worries, don't worries. They're all downplaying it. I don't even know if they knew the severity of it. I don't don't know that they were lying. I mean, it was just, it took everyone like a little, we're all human. It took everyone like a little while to catch up to the reality of what was going to have to happen. But you mentioned the the immune systems, you know, know, that's... uh, that's a Carlin bit. Remember, he he talked about that. You know, we got a. What do you mean? He said he said in a in a bit where people are too they're too concerned about germs. You got to build up your immune systems by licking each other's faces <laughs> and just yeah. being out there in the world. He, yeah, he. Well, when I say Im- immune system, I mean like make sure you're loaded up on your vitamins and yeah, right. and you take your green intake. Like the American diet is fast food shit, McDonald's garbage that that destroys your immune system. Right. I mean, it was proven the guy ate McDonald's for forty days or whatever. Yeah, supersized and me. uh, supersized me, and right. he was dying. His organs were failing, so. Right. When you're eating that diet, you're overweight, you're diabetic, you you know, this is the American diet. And, you know, you're not, your body can't fight everything. Right. But it's fun. 
What's fun? Eating McDonald's. No. And, no. And, and, and going to the comedy though. club. Yes. All these things but are anyway, fun. But anyway, so have fun. back to what I was trying to say is everybody's quick to throw the blame on everybody else, but I think they all messed up. All, both sides, right. all sides, every, but those people messed up. The fact that, you know, they're like, oh, he's not releasing um, uh, ventilators. First of all, Cuomo had money two years ago to, to buy 16,000 ventilators, and he didn't. All these governors of all these co- uh, states are, I don't know what they're doing with all the money, but they ain't putting it in the healthcare system. Right. So I think this was a, I think this is now they're wanting the money to save their hospitals, but it's like you, yeah. you, it's like me going, honey, I don't know why we can't pay our bills because I've just, exp- I just spent millions of dollars on all our credit cards and I've overwhelmed us right. with other expenses that, 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 you know, that if we didn't have, we'd be fine. So you can't pass the buck. Own your shit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you know, all these all these governors and all these states are stealing the money from the people that are hardworking, giving your taxes in, so you can have these things if you need them. And why don't we? Right. Every time you go over the Verrazano Bridge, you're paying twenty bucks. Where's right. that all money? Right. I know the taxes in on Long Island Where's this are money? crazy. Well, that, and that's so a- don't pay. It's like, don't pass the bus. You're all a bunch of thieves. That's all it. of you. That's Both what it comes sides, down to. You're all thieves. And right. you, can, you can all go F yourselves now because now you're trying to pass the buck on who did what and what, what, what. You're all a bunch of jerk offs. Yeah. So, <laughs> no how argument. about give the people back and their $1,200 is bullshit, okay? Yes, agreed. How about give the people back their money that you rightfully robbed from them? That's a, this is the carry I like, the one, the feisty one that starts yelling. Well, yeah, it's all really, it's good points. No, absolutely. I, I, I'm no, but you know what? I'm so tired of people passing the buck. It's like, right. you know, don't pass the buck. Don't, don't try to blame somebody else. Don't try to make it look like you're all a bunch of crooks. You're all a bunch of thieves. And, you know, you all suck. You know, because you're not there for the little guys. You're there for yourself. Right. We're the little guys. Well, that, and that's the thing. You know, in the old days, I, I guess, say, when we were kids, before before there was all these different news channels. I mean, you look at the news now. Most of the news is this politician said this about that politician. And it just talks about how they're fighting with each other like little kids. Where, you know, where nobody's held accountable anymore. Right. They got, you know, they got poli- good at arguing. You have some politicians that go to jail, and then three years after they get out, they're all of a sudden back in office. You know, it, it's crazy. They don't take account for anything. And like you said, they're just, sure. meanwhile, they're just stealing our money, taking our money. doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat. They're just taking our money. And then, and then they... And then they're unprepared for, you know, real situations like this. It doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat. Remember, Carlin said it the best. He said it's a big club and yep. you ain't in it. That's right. You ain't in it, buddy, because <laughs> you're not true. the 1%. You're not that 1% rich elite that's going to get the ventilator if you need it or that's going to get the organic food yep. that's non-GMO. You're not going to get... these. These people that are really rich, they're not going to get the vaccine because the vaccine could be more damaging than the actual virus itself. Sure. Right. So so they're not getting it. You know, from what I understand, uh, I, I saw, I don't know how true it is, but I saw online that Bill Gates doesn't vaccinate his kids. One of his doctors, one of the pediatricians was like, 
he refuses to get his kids vaccinated. But you can get your kids vaccinated? Well, and don't, yeah, speaking of which, and you know, don't forget the whole 5G thing was Bill Gates. <laughs> he started this whole this whole pandemic was all him. He, Tony's kidding. Well, who knows? These are all conspiracy theories, but you know, it's like a rumor. Some rumors, some stereotypes have some truth. I don't know if he gets his kids vaccinated. I have no idea. I mean, he might not. But somebody put it out there and said he doesn't do it. And if you've had, like, like what if you've had the virus? Like, do you have, like, like, yeah. like you don't me, need to get it again. Yeah, like me and, and uh, my son Sam, we had it. So do we have to go get it, you know, the vaccine? You know, it's it? funny how people go, I get the flu shot every year. Well, you know what? Good for you. I don't get the flu, <laughs> knock on wood. I don't, I don't get the flu, knock on wood. But you know that on, on the flu shot, they, 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 supposedly there's a disclaimer saying that by the fifth flu shot, you, your chances of getting dementia are 30% greater. Oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> uh, no, it does because, you know, my father died of dementia and he used to get it every year. Yeah, I don't get my the mother used to make him get it every. So you know, my none of his brothers or sisters get it. I mean, we're all vaccinated and stuff for like everything that we've ever needed. But yeah, know, but you know what's like funny? The flu we've shot been every year. I don't how, that. how many how many shots did you get when you were a kid? Five. I, yeah, I mean, right. we all have yeah. that like big like scar thing on our arm. You know, as kids. Okay, but how many did you get all together in your whole lifetime? Five? Seven? Right. It's true. You're right about that. Yeah. Okay, how many do you think they get now? Right. It's like 70, you know, every time they go. Yeah. <laughs> 72 shots now under the age of whatever, five. Come on. is that so, are, are you joking or is that the real number? No, that's the real number. Carrie, I've got two kids and my, and my older one, uh, he, he was just, no one knows why, he was just born premature. He was a pound. So here's this three-month-old baby who's still a month earlier before he's supposed to be born, right? So picture, he's like, I don't know, two and a half pounds at this point. And we're in Children's Hospital, a great hospital in California. And they're like, time for his vaccinations. I'm like, wait, back the fuck up. What? And they're like, no, like, it's three months. We have to give him immunity. I'm like, I... What? And yeah, so he got, he, Sam got like vaccinated when he was like two and a half months. Yeah, well, you should have said no at that point because, um, well, and they said, they're like, we know how you feel. That's how everyone feels. But like, we, we don't don't want him to get this stuff. Right. Yes. Okay. But the the baby's not going to get it. The babies can't fight it. First of all, if anybody does their research, on how many kids they have to they have to announce how many kids die after the shot, right? So if anyone does the research and, and goes from the hepatitis B shot that the kid gets in the hospital from the minute it's born with and, and it's off of your immune system for five seconds and they shoot it up with a right. with a shot, right? Um, you, you got your milk yourself, hasn't even come in yet and they're shooting them up. Yeah, his liver's not working by itself. Everything's just starting to. Why would I do that? I, I was like, get lost. You ain't giving my kids any shots until I'm ready. And then I did at like three months, four months, whatever. I started the shots. But now I'm starting to think, what is their agenda to, to push? They want to they approve 200 more shots for kids. 200? Yeah, 200 more shots. They want to approve 200 more shots. What is this agenda to get that many vaccines in your kid. Yeah, that 
you know, I, that's scary. I don't, I don't get it. It just makes, like, when you think about it, I just kind of think, you know, follow the money, I guess. It's probably the money. I guess, but you know what they're doing now? So they did the measles, mumps, and the rubella shot. They did all three in one. It was one shot, bang, in the kid, right? Now they want to do a shot that has six in one. Six in one. Now your body's immune system is going all your soldiers of your immunity are fighting these viruses, mm -hmm. and it's leaving your body now defenseless for anything else. Like, I don't know. I just feel like not one shot for each kid. Like, each kid should have its own evaluating. Like, if your kid has a, 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 some kind of underlying condition, he should not get the same shot a healthy kid should get. Yeah, I always made them, like, separated out. I was, like, one of those pain-in-the-ass mothers. Like, I don't mind coming back next week for the next one, and they'd roll their eyes, and I'd be back. No, I did that, too. I, I one shot at a time. I never did all. Yeah, I was like, sorry. And they I wanna... even said, I was like, I know I'm being an idiot. <laughs> they want to take our parts out so they can all make us bionic and then control us through 5G. <laughs> Listen, I don't, yeah, right, those conspiracy theories. I don't mind giving shots to my kids. I don't I don't mind taking, you know, like, I think well, some, of them, you know, some of them are necessary, you, you know what I mean? But yep. but I just think uh, they, you can't, you know, what, somebody told me that they came from another country and they made the kid get nine shots in one. Oh, I mean, God. nine? That's insane, man. That kid must have felt like shit for weeks. Yeah. They're like, they'll be fine, they'll be fine. Oh, wow. really? But how do you know it's not going to cause something else down the road? Right. All those toxins that, 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 I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know what they're injecting us with. You really don't know anyway, right? Would no. you know what's in there? No, of and course not. And they always, like, the doctors always start out by saying, I take one every year, and, you know, like flu shots. I, I get a flu shot every year. I give my it to kids, my family. My kids get this. My kids get this. I'm like, good. Good for your yeah. kids. Right. <laughs> Let us know how that works out for your kid. <clears throat> All right, well, there you go with this uh, Conspiracy Theories. Oh, that's the name of a show, Carrie's Conspiracy Theories. You know how many I've read since I've been in lockdown? <laughs> if you start reading them or watching videos, because these videos are professionally made. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there, yeah. Have you watched any of them? Uh, unfortunately. Because <laughs> whether you agree or not, it's just the fact that it's, you know, it, you know as we're in this lockdown, it... it it just—it's just not healthy for your brain, you know, because then you start to fear what the well, hell is going form, on. It's a form of entertainment too, because you wouldn't be watching it if you, if you can like keep it there. Season. Yes. But when you watch these conspiracy theories, and you go, and then all of a sudden you're like halfway in, and you're like, "Holy crap!" Right. This could be real. Exactly. This right. could be real, and you're like, and then you now you're getting an anxiety attack. You're you're, you're your adrenaline's going. You're like calling all your friends. You're like, I gotta send you this. You gotta see this. One one of my friends is like, Are you retarded? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, what happened to you? It's true. You go into it, yeah, thinking this is gonna be fun, and then you're like, What the hell am I watching? Here? And then you're all scared. It's yeah. crazy. I'd rather watch Carrie Kravis live on Crackle. Yes. How about that? Mm. How about that? I would rather you watch that too because it's funny. There you go. It was extremely funny. And, of course, there's Carrie Caravis, comedian on YouTube. Yes. Yes. But you know what? What we really want as human beings in closing of this conversation is we just want to have our little life, a little happiness here and there, you know, a little parties, a little barbecues. That's, That's all it. we want. That's it. It really Leave is that alone. simple. Right. It really is that simple. Especially now with this weather coming, 
hopefully we can you know, hopefully there's some sanity if we go out at least go out to the backyard and hang out with your family have but, a barbecue but i'm hoping this nice weather at least it lifts I'm up some spirits i'm hoping like but. it's lifted a little bit by the 4th of july i know i'm like probably being naive but i love 4th of july and gathering with friends and having a barbecue i think it will be i think it'll by june everybody will be out again i hope so I, and i hope for your sake and all the comedians that that the club is back open again soon too so uh so I hope that too, but the problem is people have been cooped up. They're not going to go watch com- the summer months are the summer months are the worst months for comics because yeah. nobody goes to comedy clubs. <laughs> yeah, but but at this time, I, yeah, I think it. people might be a little slow to get out because they're going to be scared. But if things are if like like Sally, like you like you're saying, if it's June or July that things start to get open, I think eventually within a maybe another two or three months after that, people are going to. Just flood places like the comedy clubs. If it starts raining in July, that'd be good. Yeah, I, I think they're dying. To, I think people are already dying to get out and just do something. So I think the concerts, comedy clubs, ba- sports. I think it's. I think it's going to be a huge boom. I think people are just going to have to go back to work. Yeah. Yes. I so. think we all need a vaccination <clears throat> of fun. Absolute, Can we get right. a vaccine for fun? <laughs> so basically, you're just saying we should just shoot up heroin. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not about drugs. Um, no, we need a vaccine for fun. Can you vaccinate us for fun? Well, let your husband back in the damn room and maybe you have some fun, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Um, he hasn't I'm with, had all I'm his with shots yet. <laughs> he's got to get all his shots before he's allowed back oh in. So, so you'll, yeah, you'll pump him with nine shots in, at once. <laughs> yes. He needs them. <laughs> So All right, Carrie Caravis, as always, you know, we appreciate the support. Yeah, thanks, you, Carrie. you spent a lot of time with us today. Always great hanging out and talking to you. And again, much appreciated. And we really do hope to see you soon, man. This is crazy. I know. I love you guys. I love you both. Right back at you. And yeah. uh, all the best oh, to you and your where's family. Where's Eric? You guys threw him out? Uh, well, yeah, he's, he doesn't have his shots. Well, yeah, I don't blame you. We're, <laughs> we're already infecting each other, and we're the only two in here. So nobody's. Barely yeah, been in the buildings, the- let alone the studio. So, uh, yeah. you know, we figure we'll still come in. But, yeah, Eric. Well, let me ask you, does anyone use that room besides you guys? Nope. nope. We actually, oh, okay, we're, we have the only ones that have the key. Good. All yeah. right, good. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Carrie. Thanks okay. so much. Bye, Carrie. Thank you. Stay safe. Love you guys. Bye. Bye-bye, Carrie. There you go. Whoops. The hilarious Carrie Caravis, ladies and gentlemen. Great comedian. It's been around a while. Uh, check out her special on Crackle. Uh, just wanted to come out maybe, I don't know, six, f- five months, months ago, ago, six months yeah. ago. Uh, it's hilarious. Check it out. And she's got videos on Carrie Caravis comedian on YouTube. Uh, lots of great stuff there with Carrie. Uh, so thank her. We thank her for her time. Uh, it's time for us to take off. Uh, again, don't forget quarantine life at two o'clock with Joe DeJesu tonight at eight, a bonus episode of quarantine life with Mandy Jones and her husband. Uh, immediately after that, there's going to be uh, the Domestic Disturbance special uh, podcast with Carla Okerson, Mike Keegan, and Tim Ciliani. Tomorrow at 5.30, Cruising the Pike, Cars and Comedy with Tom Galati. Tomorrow night at 7, Put Up, Shut Up, and Stand Up with Tom Sill. Um, and then we're back here on Monday at 11. Uh, we hope you guys have a great weekend. We hope the weather's good so you at least go in the, you know, outside with your families. We hope uh, you stay healthy, sane, happy. Uh, just let me check real quick. Make sure there's nothing that I missed. Uh, everything going on at Govs Radio. Don't forget the teespring.com to buy your Govs Radio swag. Don't forget, uh, the BoxCast app on your smartphone, on your smart TVs, and, uh, all your, uh, smart devices. 
uh, the BoxCast app where you can see uh, Govs Radio shows, um, govsradio.com, as well as social media. Um, there you go. All right. We're good? Yep. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.